Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app or go to betmgm.com and enter code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Welcome to Ochenta Stories, recorded in bedrooms, living rooms, closets, and balconies in quarantine around the world. In each short standalone piece, artists, writers, creators, podcasters, and more answer the question, what do you want to hear when this pandemic is over? I'm your host, Lori Martinez, and today's story comes from Edinburgh, Scotland, written and performed by writer and podcast producer Maddie Serrell. For those of us waxing nostalgic to a time before quarantine, The Bus is a short fiction that lets us imagine what it would be like to travel to the past. Before we jump in, a note for listeners. Ochenta Stories is a globally crowdsourced show. We receive submissions in languages other than English, including Italian, French, Spanish, Korean, and Mandarin. We've produced each in its original language and in translation. This work, originally in English, has been adapted into Spanish, and you can listen to that version later on in the episode. And now, without further ado, here is The Bus, performed by Maddie Searle. I love walking through the city. There's a kind of shabby grandeur to Edinburgh, a sense of history and memory. I tend to choose a direction with no particular destination in mind and just take it all in. Especially since I lost my dad. It helps to get fresh air, focus on something outside of myself, if that makes sense. Anyway, one day, as I took one of my favourite routes through the meadows and past the National Museum, I saw something odd. I saw a bus, one of the ordinary double-decker Lothian buses I see every day, stopping at a traffic light. But this particular bus had no number, no listed destination, no passengers, and, weirdest of all, no driver. I brushed it off, thinking that I must have made a mistake. There had to have been a driver. But I kept seeing the same bus again and again over a period of about three months, as empty as the first time I saw it. I kept wondering if there was some kind of explanation, but I couldn't come up with anything that made sense. Eventually, I just gave up and decided to ignore it. I know, not the most exciting of strategies. But soon enough, I wasn't able to ignore the bus anymore. 
because on a bright cold morning in March it turned up right outside my house. Even though I was in my pyjamas, as soon as I saw it, I ran outside. The doors were open and a woman was standing there. She was wearing an old-fashioned bus conductor uniform and a clunky ticket machine which looked like it had seen better days. I could see through her. Before I could really grasp the implications of that, she called out to me. What's the matter with you, Flora? Hop on! We don't have all day. I have no idea how she knew my name, but because I didn't really know what else to do, I did what she said. It was like a relic from the 50s, all check pattern seats and adverts for brill cream. The woman turned to me again and asked me where I wanted to go. I was bewildered, so she asked again, more insistently. I blurted out the first place I could think of. Luna Bay, in Angus. The conductor seemed satisfied, and without warning, the bus began to move. All on its own. As the bus drove off, I looked out the window. It was completely black. No light, nothing. Just total darkness. I could feel the bus moving, but... The void outside was still and silent. Less than a minute later, the bus came to a halt and light suddenly flooded back in through the windows. When my eyes adjusted, I saw the beach. Luna Bay, where I'd spent so many summers. And there, right in front of me, (laughs) running across the sand, was a little girl. She was probably about six or seven years old. Her tangled black hair and sand-stained clothes were familiar. Very familiar. And the man she was running towards was just as familiar. He scooped her up in his arms and spun her round as she cackled with joy. She was me. He was... I hadn't seen his face for months. He looked young and happy. I... I still can't really explain how I felt at that moment. It was just so much. So much. It took all my effort to stay standing. I don't know how long I watched them. They ran. They laughed. They played. They sat together on the sand looking at the sea. At last, the conductor ushered me back onto the bus. Before I knew it, we were back at my house and she was gently guiding me back to my front door. By the time I'd stumbled back inside and peeked out the kitchen window, the conductor and the bus were gone. I know I'll never really understand what happened. I don't really want to but I'm glad I could spend that moment with them with me and him I wouldn't give up that moment for anything and I'm glad I could share it with you
And now, in Spanish. El Bus, escrito por Maddie Searle, traducido y presentado en español por Marta Martínez. A mí me encanta caminar por la ciudad. Tiene una especie de grandeza arrolladora, con su historia, sus parques, sus museos. Siempre tiendo a elegir una dirección sin destino en particular, en especial desde que perdí a mi papá. Estas caminatas me ayudan a respirar de nuevo, a concentrarme en algo diferente que no sea en mí misma. De todos modos, un día, mientras tomaba una de mis rutas favoritas y al cruzar por el Museo Nacional, vi algo extraño. No se imaginan, era un autobús. Sí, uno de esos autobuses de la ciudad que veo todos los días pasando. Estaba allí, parado en el semáforo. Pero este autobús en particular no tenía placas, ni destino, ni pasajeros. Y lo más extraño de todo, no tenía conductor. Por un tiempo me olvidé del autobús, pensando que debía haber cometido algún error. Tenía que haber un conductor. Pero seguí viéndolo una y otra vez durante un periodo de unos tres meses. Tan vacío como la primera vez que lo vi. Y me preguntaba si había algún tipo de explicación, pero no pude encontrar nada que tuviera sentido. Finalmente, me di por vencida y decidí ignorarlo porque ya no me quedó de otra. Pero fue imposible. Imagínense que una mañana fría de abril apareció justito fuera de mi casa. Aunque estaba en pijama, en cuanto lo vi salí corriendo. Y oh sorpresa, las puertas estaban abiertas y una mujer estaba allí. Llevaba un uniforme de conductor de autobús anticuado y dentro una máquina de boletos destartalada que parecía haber visto mejores días. Pero cuando me adelanté para mirar más de cerca, me di cuenta de que podía ver a través de ella. Antes de que pudiera comprender las implicaciones de eso, me llamó. ¿Qué te pasa? Flora, súbete. No tenemos todo el día. No tengo ni idea cómo supo mi nombre, pero no sabía realmente qué hacer. Hice lo que ella dijo. Ahora bien, estaba en el bus. Les cuento, el interior era completamente diferente a como se veía desde el exterior. Era como una reliquia de los años 50 con asientos a cuadros y anuncios de cerveza. La mujer, la conductora, se volvió hacia mí otra vez y me preguntó a dónde quería ir. Yo estaba tan perpleja que no contesté. Entonces ella me preguntó de nuevo con más insistencia. Le dije el primer lugar que se me ocurrió, la playa. Oh, la conductora pareció satisfecha y sin avisar el autobús empezó a moverse por sí solo. Les contaré, el motor del autobús cobró vida. Mientras el bus se alejaba, miré hacia afuera. La ventana era completamente negra. No había luz, nada, solo una oscuridad total. Podía sentir el autobús moviéndose, pero el vacío de afuera estaba quieto y silencioso. De repente, a menos de un minuto después... El autobús se detuvo y la luz volvió a entrar por las ventanas. Cuando mis ojos se adaptaron, vi la playa donde había pasado tantos veranos. 
y allí, justo delante de mí, corriendo por la arena, había una niña pequeña. Probablemente tenía unos seis o siete años. Su pelo negro enmarañado y sus ropas sucias de jugar en la arena me eran muy familiares. Y el hombre hacia donde ella corría era igual de familiar. La toma en sus brazos y le da vueltas mientras ella se ríe con alegría. Ella era yo. Y él era... No había visto su cara en meses. Se veía joven y feliz. Y todavía no puedo explicar cómo me sentí en ese momento. Me dio tanto sentimiento y me costó un gran esfuerzo mantenerme en pie. No sé por cuánto tiempo los observé. Ellos corrieron, se rieron, jugaron. Se sentaron juntos en la arena mirando al mar. Al final, la conductora me llevó de regreso al autobús. Antes de que me diera cuenta, estábamos de vuelta en mi casa. La conductora me llevó suavemente hasta la puerta. Cuando entré a la casa, corrí a asomarme por la ventana de la cocina. El autobús se había ido. Sé que nunca entenderé realmente lo que pasó. Además, no quiero entenderlo, pero me alegro de haber podido estar ese momento juntos, conmigo y con él. Yo no cambiaría este momento por nada ni nadie en el mundo. Y me alegro de poder compartir con ustedes mi experiencia. Maddie Serrell is a podcast producer and writer based in Edinburgh, Scotland. For more from Maddie, check out her audio fiction podcast, Prick Willow Papers, and more of her work at snazzytopier.wordpress.com. Special thanks to Martha Martinez for the Spanish version of the piece. Thank you for listening to Ochenta Stories. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in whatever language you choose. Follow us over at Ochenta Podcasts, that's O-C-H-E-N-T-A Podcasts with an S, on Twitter and Instagram. You can find transcripts and learn more about the project, which is still accepting pitches, over at ochentastudio.com slash ochentastories. for those who need support and make a difference in your community. Earn a Bachelor of Social Work from Grand Canyon University. GCU is a premier private Christian university offering online social work programs with affordable tuition and personalized support. In addition, you can earn your Master of Social Work by completing the Bachelor of Social Work plus just one additional year instead of two. Find your purpose. Visit gcu.edu slash social work to learn more.